He's the PR man for the New Zealand Forest Owners Association. He's in Wellington. He's a bit under the weather at the moment. Don Carson, a good afternoon. Talking about the weather, I take it that you're not going to go to the footy tomorrow night at the Cake Tin. It can we be a wee bit cold there when the wind starts circulating? Well, as you know, Jamie, you've been in there a few times and uh, it can be nasty. And if I've got a bit of a chest, one line on the rat test, so it's not COVID, not yet. Um, but uh, I'll be staying home and warm. Yeah. Who are you picking, by the way? I think the ABs will come back. Uh, I mean, it's, it's it's caged ferocity, and if they overcook it, then they're going to be more red and yellow cards, so uh, they can't win in that respect. But the Irish have shown them up. I think there's, everybody's pointing the finger at the coaching and the selection and everything else, and I think the days of all-black supremacy coming through automatically, and it's only in the professional era that that's been the case anyhow. Uh, I think those days are over. I think they'll be successful if they get more than 60% in the modern era rather than the 80s. Yeah, probably a fair comment, and the Irish certainly have made huge strides in the past, what, six years, because they only beat us for the first time six years ago. Rightio, and I know... Yeah, I know, yeah, what a wonderful occasion that was as well. Look, and I know you haven't heard the Jeff Ross interview, but he makes some really good points. Accounting 101 required in climate change, he's saying the fundamental of accounting is that what's applied to one side of the ledger must equally be applied to the other. I'm... 100% behind him there. Although, Don, from your point of view, from the forest owner's point of view, he's no fan of monoculture pines. Yeah, well, there's a few people in the forest industry are no fan of monoculture ryegrass and clover either. So, uh, I mean, where does that take us? I think the... uh, ultimate principle on this one is accurate measurement of what sequestration goes on on your property by whatever vegetation is doing it. And the other side of that equation is working out accurately and fairly um, to reward farmers for reducing their emissions and penalising farmers who do nothing about it. So there's an averaging issue going on there uh, and the real issue that comes out of all of this measurement is how much effort and how much technology and how much argument as to how the measurements go. For forest sequestration the rules around ETS though everything else is complicated about it the measurement is quite simple. There are what's called lookup tables and you uh, establish what the growth rate is for a particular species, establish a minimum area and start uh, giving you sequestration credits for all of this but I think that ultimately the technology is around and it can be applied and you can work out how much a farm with trees scattered all over at the odd shelter belt and all of the riparian strips and all of these sorts of things. If it's sequestering carbon, ultimately, then you should be able to be rewarded for that offset for your uh, livestock emissions. Well, I'm going to say to you what I said to Jeff Ross. Can you ring up Dr. Rod Carr and tell him that, Don? <laughs> yeah, well, the Climate Change Commission has a certain perspective on some things that I think all of us can take issue with. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's, that's an institution that gives the government guidance. It was set up independently of the government to give it guidance. Um, but there is always those emissions plans that come in behind it uh, that are not necessarily based on objective science. Don, while I've got you on the end of the blower, how's the forestry industry getting on at the moment? And I'm talking export-wise, getting those logs on a slow boat to China. 
Yeah, well, COVID obviously whipping through China has slowed things down, and I know in the latest situation and outlook report, uh, pretty much right across the primary sector, everybody was doing very well. Uh, the forest exports uh, had been in decline because of the market conditions and the access issues in China. But the long-term outlook, I mean, is, is extraordinarily good because there's no question that the worldwide market for timber and wood products is going to accelerate uh, as we stop uh, cutting out the tropical hardwood forests as we find more uses for timber. So there is a rosy future, and if the tree hasn't been chopped down this year, uh, it's just a bigger tree to chop down next year. Well, Don, you've inspired me to go out and plant a pine tree. That'll please Dennis Nielsen no end. Hello, Dennis, if you're listening. Look, I just want to finish on another comment. I was at a big fundraiser, and I've been in Southland for the past two days, actually, and I've talked to dozens and dozens of people. And it would be fair to say... I've never met anyone in Southland in the past two days who would vote Labour again. Bearing in mind, Clutha Southland, or Southland as it's known now, the most true blue of electorates, party voted Labour. And I put it to you, Jacinda Ardern, for all her popularity in the 2020 election, is now the most polarising Prime Minister of this country since Rob Muldoon. Agree or disagree? Oh, yes, I think we've had a collection of somewhat bland politicians who have come, and you and I remember, and I personally, back to the Muldoon days uh, when he and I tangled. Uh, and yes, there are polarising politicians. Uh, they don't come through very often because usually they get weeded out before they get to prominence. Uh, but uh, they are the sorts of politicians, and it is odd to compare Jacinda Ardern with Rob Muldoon, but they do have their intense fan club, and they also have their bitter enemies. You're sitting on the fence. You're happy to be the MP for Tauranga yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's another question. Are we going to see Winston again? I would never write him off. There you go. That's a final (laughs) comment from me. Look, thanks for some of your time from your sick bed, and I'm sure, like the rest of the nation, you're really going to love the footy tomorrow night. May the best team win. Indeed. I'm looking forward to it.